So tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, there was an article that was put out by the Los Angeles Times talking about a poll that was recently released gauging how voters in California feel about the uh, proposals from the California Reparations Commission. Now, before we get into the details of that, let's get into what the actual electorate is in California. This is, as you can see, the California voter and party profiles. This fact sheet was released last month, August, 2023. So we can see what the outlook of voters is. So if you go down and say Democrats make nearly half of registered voters, independent registration has declined in recent years. So you can see the share of registered voters who are Democrats at 46.9%, which has increased since 2019. Um, they said the, the year leading up to the last presidential election, while the share of Republicans kind of remained the same, you know, it went up to 23.8%. Now the share of voters who say the independent, it says 22.5%. That's declined. It said, meanwhile, the shares of registered with a minor political party have increased to 5.1 from 5.1% to 6.8%. Now, 20 years ago, they're talking about the 2004 election. Republicans made up a much higher share of the electorate uh, back then. They said, but today, they say, while independents, you know, made up a lower share, Democrat share, basically it's a Democrat state. Now, the independents, as you can see here, uh, they are likely to lean Democrat than Republican. Um, so even if you end up among the independents, as you can see, that's uh, going to be the deal. If the independent vote, uh, likely voters are much more likely to be moderate than liberal. I don't see how you moderate when you lean with the policies of the Democrat Party. I don't really see that because a lot of your policies are way to, to the left. Now we scroll down here, likely voters are disproportionately white. They say whites make up 39% of California's adult population, but comprise of 52% of the likely voters. Latinos make up 36% and they are 25% of the likely voters. So between whites and Latinos, that's the majority of your electorate right there. Asians make up 13% of the population. Black Americans make up 6%. And say, and, and likely voters are roughly proportionate to their shares of the state's population. 16% for Asians, 6% for black Americans. They say four in 10 and say, uh, 44% democratic likely voters are white. 30% are Latino, 14% are Asian and 8% are black American, African American, whatever you want to like to call yourself. They say a strong majority, 66% of, of Republican likely voters are white relatively to Latinos, 18% Asians, 11% and 1% for our community. Among independents, as you can see here, 50% of white, 23% of the Latino. You go down to us, 5%. Now they say that many demographic traits and likely voters differ across parties. Uh, you, you can see that, it's a Democratic uh, likely voters, they say are much more likely to be women at 57% than men. They say while independents are far likely to be men, as you can see here, that's a big difference, Republicans. Um, and men are equally divided. Say Democrats, independents, and members of minority parties are somewhat likely than Republicans to be college graduates. They say that. Uh, let's go down. And that's, that's really kind of what we want to look at. So the issue is when we talk about the rest of this footage about reparations here we're going to share, 
I just wanted to do this homework first before we got into the rest of this because whites and Latinos is basically the majority of the electorate, but we'll get more into this as we continue. So as you've seen, that majority of the electorate in California is white, and then following them is Latino. White people got 52%, Latinos got 25% of the electorate in that state. Then you have Asians, they say about 16%, and then black folks at 6%. Black folks in that state is politically irrelevant on a whole lot of things. Even if every black person in the state of California was to register to vote that could, they still could not really move the needle in an election. They are not a swing vote in California whatsoever. We're just saying that if everybody just come out to vote, right? So you ask a question, well, why is it that Gavin Newsom talked about a, a, a reparations commission when black people don't have the numbers at all? to even justify some of that, right? Well, that was done to change the tide for the Democrats. It wasn't just about the black people in California. It was about changing the whole tide for the party. You understand? You see, reparations is the new civil rights movement, right? And the Democrats know that they have been becoming more and more of a sour taste in the mouth of black Americans nationwide. So what are you going to do to try to get black people back on your side? Oh shoot. Well, they want reparations. Let's do this commission. Now we are over the excitement of a commission. We are not playing the HR 40 game at all. Right. But let's get into how the people actually felt. We've done. This is a Democrat state completely. And you know that the majority of the voters in that state is Democrat, right? We know even nationally, the majority of Democrats do not agree with reparations at all. They don't agree with it. They don't want you to get restitution for what happened to your family and what happened to my family. This is the majority of Democrats in California. The majority of Democrat voters are white. So this is your white liberals that, that you claim is your friends, right? You claim they're your friends, but yet they don't want you to get reparations. This is why we always said what Dr. John Henry Clark said, we have no friends. You understand? When you have the liberals like your Jimmy Doors and all these other people like that, right? That's talking about classism and, and a living wage and all of that. They're just complaining because they're not getting their fair share as a white person in white supremacy. There's a group of white people they feel that's getting it and they're not. So they, they want to pull the feminism thing. Now, what I mean by feminism White women couldn't get feminism with a louder voice until they recruited black women. Because if you put our voice or us on anything, we're going to solidify it and we're going to scream it to the rooftops where the whole world will hear it. There are many movements that people try that don't have us a part of it at all. And nobody pays attention to it. It's a blip. Let's call it what it is. We naturally make everything hot. We get everything popping. We get everybody to want to join in on it. That's just who we are. That's why everybody mimic any movements that we do. They mimic our style. They mimic anything because if you can do what black people can do, people will pay attention to you. You understand? This is why even when a lot of them want to get their platforms going, they, they don't go try to go interview and do different things 
with people in their own community. And it, who popped in my head is that you probably don't even know who she is. It's this uh, girl named Bobby Altoff. Look her up. And the first time I saw her, she was interviewing um, Lil Yachty. I said, who is this white female interviewing Lil Yachty? And then she ended up, then I ended up seeing an interview in Funny Marco and then Drake. And I, I say, well, who is she? Who is she? How she, where she come from? Out of the blue and you interviewing with these dudes? It didn't make sense. And then when she was on there, Funny Marco, I said, oh, so basically she, she mimicking Funny Marco. She trying to be uh, a white female version of Funny Marco. I said, okay, got it. You know how Funny Marco is. You watch his, his particular shows. So I was noticing a pattern that she keeps interviewing with a lot of black people. And then what they do, like Fox television did, you have a bunch of black shows. And then once you make your money up, then you create Fox news channel. You know what I'm saying? And you pivot away from the black shows that you had. I'm just saying, right? So this is why Gavin Newsom wanted to do this California reparations commission, even though black people don't have the numbers or, or political clout they used to have in that particular state. So let's, let's go ahead on and, and, and review this. So it said California voters is they oppose the idea of the state offering cash payments to the descendants of enslaved African-Americans and say by a two to one margin and say, according to results, it said a poll that foreshadows the political difficulty ahead of next year when state lawmakers begin to consider slavery reparations. Remember, this is your Democrat friends that don't agree with this. They say UC Berkeley Institute of Government Studies poll co-sponsored by the Times found that 59% of voters oppose cash payments compared with 28% who support the idea. So the majority of your white liberal friends in California do not, do not, do not want you to have cash payments. Now they say the Republicans are the racist people, the Republicans, this Republicans, that, okay, fine. I ain't got an issue with you saying it, but you don't want black people to have reparations. Not at all in the form of cash payments. You don't, even though the California reparations commission gave you a detailed report, why it's justified. It wasn't just somebody speaking it out of the air making it up. No, you actually have data to back up why the cash payments should be paid. Now they say the lack of support for cash payments and say reparations and say was a resounding, uh, with more than four in 10 voters strongly opposed. Now they say democratic governor Gavin Newsom and state lawmakers created the California reparations commission and say in 2020 and say with the goal of establishing a path to reparations that could serve as a model for the nation. And say after two years of the deliberations, they say the task force sent a final report and recommendations this summer to the state capitol where Newsom and the Democratic-led legislature and say will ultimately decide how the state should atone for slavery. And say the group suggested providing cash payments to all descendants based on health disparities. Now remember, the population of California is only six percent, so it wouldn't be a lot of money like talking about. You understand? Just six percent. But even though they know it's not a whole lot of money and they can spread it out to say, okay, we'll pay you the payments within five years, 10 years, something like that. Right? Oh no, 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 no. They, they don't want you to have that. Now, of course they talked about, you know, based on the, the payments, based on health disparities, mass incarceration, they say over policing and housing discrimination that have adversely affected the black residents compared with white Californians. They say the remedies were recommended in the report also go far beyond cash payments and include policies to end the death penalty, 
pay fair market value for jail and prison labor. Let's say restore voting rights to all formerly and currently incarcerated people and apply rent caps to historically redlined zip codes that disadvantage black residents among dozens of other suggestions. Now, I'm a firm believer that prisoners should earn a minimum wage for the work they're doing in prison. They shouldn't be earning a dollar a day or $2 a day. No, I, I don't agree with that. Um, just because they're wards of the state doesn't mean they should not be able to earn minimum wage if that's the federal law. And I don't know why it hasn't been a bunch of class action lawsuits about that. Okay. You want me to work fine, but I need to work in minimum wage. And then the money, you don't give them cash money. The money is deposited into their commissary. If everybody that work, have money in their commissary, you eliminate a lot of savagery that happens in jail. Cause some people get money. Some people don't. Some people do a lot of things in there to, to get money, to get food, to get all kinds of things because they don't have no money coming in. This one guy may have it or a couple of guys may have it. it. It creates a savage environment. You cut down on the savagery. If you just um, say, Hey, okay, minimum wage. And see if let's say if Philip had to run a jail, right? I'm not running a plantation but I know y'all got to be there. I'm a firm believer of this. An idle mind is a devil's playground. You understand? I see too many people in jail on cell phones, uh, uh, live streaming on TikTok, having a good time. I'm like, oh, no, uh-uh. I will change it where all y'all can get paid minimum wage. You, you're going to work six days a week. You have one day off. That's what I would do. So many of y'all going to be working days. So many of y'all going to be working nights and we're going to switch it to so two weeks of days, two weeks of nights, 12 hour shifts. You won't get paid every dime because it's too much. It's too much, too much uh, having fun in there, right? Everybody having fun. They don't care about it. So if you were, if people would work and get paid at least minimum wage for the work, right? It, you wouldn't have some of the problems that you would have. Trust me. People would want to go to jail at that point. Like, oh, no, nah, hell no. Nah. I ain't trying to go to no jail. I ain't trying to be working 12 hours. I get paid, but I ain't trying to work that. Now, some of you are like, well, Phil, that sounds like slavery. Well, it that is not slavery because slavery, slaves can get paid. They didn't get minimum wage at all. They didn't get anything. And I've worked 12-hour shifts myself. When you work a 12-hour shift, you ain't got time. Man, you want to shower, eat, and you want to go to bed because you got to get up and do it all over again. So that cut down on the fighting. They cut down all the gang activity and all the kind of mess is going on with everybody tired. They ain't got time to be doing all that foolishness that they doing in jail. I do agree with getting rent in control. I do agree with that. Rent is out of control. The government needs to step in and put a cap on that based on the median income of the state. They can easily do that. It's an easy way to do it. I, you know, I have a detailed plan actually how that could be done, but I'm not going to say that on, on online because I don't know politician taking my idea. And, and then if the bill passed, he going to, he going to be a hero. And then he, he heard me because you know, they listen to all these different uh, platforms. Trust me. All, all these politicians be listening to YouTube. They probably listening right now. Now they say the conclusion is say the task forces work and say places political pressure on Democrats to deliver on a process. They started but the unpopularity of cash payments suggests they'll face strong political headwinds. Now let's look at something about black people itself in the state when it comes to 
Uh, what this recent came out about median income and why I'm actually a big advocate of black people actually abandoning California in mass and returning to their ancestral homeland that they built the South. So let, let's look at this. Now this was put out that says that the minimum required income by state, as you can see the results is the minimum annual income is they required in 2023 for a family of four to be middle-class in each state. Now, if you don't have a child, maybe you, you can reduce this by, by some, right? But that's normal average. Let's say husband, wife, two children. And in a lot of cases, single mother, three children, single mother, two children. Hey, listen, that's the reality. And it, this, and I know the single mothers aren't making a lot because how can they, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying they only have so much time to work. They got to take care of their children. It's very, very hard to be a single parent. I know. So you can pause this if you would like and look at where to find your state. But we're looking at California right now, California for a family of four, you need to be making 69,064 to be considered middle class in California. I mean, it is crazy. It is utterly crazy to hear that. Now let's look at the median income of black people in the state of California. So if you look in the, this is the median household income by race and ethnicity in California, this was put out also in 2023. As you can see here, black people are making 64,468 here. And we know from the last slide, you need at least 69,000 to be considered middle-class. So that says that black people on average are not considered middle-class in the state of California. Now, if we go back to the slide and you look at, if you would like to live in a state like Alabama, you need 51,000. I mean, of course, this is the Democrat uh, policies that have dr helped drive up inflation the way it is. I mean, it's horrible. I mean, it, I mean, look at DC is, is, is a, look how horrible DC is. You need 81,396 for DC. Uh, look at New York, 81,396 also for New York. Look at places like Rhode Island, same is just as much as California. Of course, my state, Texas, you need 66,597 here in the state of Texas. I mean, this inflation is just crazy throughout this country. So what we're saying here is, black people aren't doing too well in that state. They're actually below the middle class and we want to at least have our people middle class and preferably get them from the middle class to the upper class. So when you have something like reparations, that injection of capital, it can help th those people that create businesses or maybe they got some businesses out there in California and help them grow. Maybe they can hire employees and they can get them over that hump where they can be middle class and have at least a halfway decent life out there in that state. Now let's continue. And they say state Senator Stephen Bradford, he's a Democrat out of Gardena. He's black. I've seen this fellow. It's a, who served on the task force said he wasn't surprised by the poll results. You say he, uh, the amount of cash reparations that could be paid to eligible descendants would vary greatly. Say, but nevertheless, they say has been the primary focus of critics. And they say for health disparities, they say the task force recommends 13,619 for each year of residency in California. It's a figure that was derived by comparing life expectancy between black and non-Hispanic and white non-Hispanic um, Californians, say to compensate for mass incarceration over policing. 
the task force recommends eligible descendants receive $2,352 for each year of residency. It's a in the California during the war on drugs between 1971 and 2020 compensation for housing discrimination totaled 3,378 for each year between 1933 and 1977 that a descendant resided in California. Now let's say, let's say it were to happen. This is my problem. You find all these disparities, but I don't see no one saying, okay, give them the reparations, but we also got to pass a law laws to, to prevent this from happening in the future. So we need to pass laws that prevent the health disparities. We have to pass laws to prevent the over-policing. We got to pass laws to prevent the redlining because it still happens to this day. The whole redlining still happens. We got to pass laws because, okay, if you keep it, the system the same and you just give reparations and you, okay, fine. You get the reparations, you got it, you spent it, whatever. The system still is going to put you right back into what, what got you there in the first place. That's, that's the issue and problem. Reparations also has to be changing laws and the enforcement of these laws. That's kind of like you sick. They give you medication to make you well, you get well, but yet you still in the environment that got you sick in the first place. So even though you may get well with the medication, you're going to get sick all over again because you never got out of the environment that was making you sick in the first place. You understand? That's kind of what I like into reparations and then not changing the system that got us into that issue and problem. That is something we all need to address too, along with the um, cash payments. Cause yes, you can give me, <laughs> you can give me a hundred thousand. Well, you know, you give me a certain amount of money. Like, it's not going to be a conversation. I'm not going to deal with your system at that point, but <laughs> cause, cause I got some eyes on some, some places where I want to be right. It's it definitely one spot in Johannesburg, but it's a continuing. They say when asked about, they say his strong stance on a proposal in the spring, Newsom said reparations are more than just cash payments. He said he reiterated that position in mid June when interviewed by Fox news host Sean Hannity and noted that coverage of recommendations by Fox News seized on cash payments and ran with that over and over and over and over again. Now, if he was serious about cash payments, he could say, yes, they did recommend cash payments, and we all going to look at all portions of that. And if we looking at this, and if we going to pay a check, we're going to pay one. But this is what he said. He said that it doesn't have to be in the frame of writing a check. He said reparations comes in many different forms, said, but one cannot deny these historical facts. And I really believe very strongly we have to come to grips with what's happening is what Gavin Newsom told Sean Hannity. Now, when people go to court and they get restitution, you know, let's say, uh, look at predator polite. Let's talk about him for a minute. So he pled guilty to, to his sick crimes and the court ordered predator polite to pay $25,000 in restitution to the victim. The court didn't tell predator polite. Well, you got to give the mother um, a scholarship for education. The court didn't tell predator polite. Well, you got to give, um, you know, a, a, a voucher uh, for a down payment assistance. You know what I'm saying? Um, restitution wasn't predator polite apologizing for what he did. 
the restitution was a cash payment of $25,000. So it is a precedent in court to pay restitution for harms. But when it comes to black people with reparations, all of a sudden we want to forget the restitution that happens in courts daily that people have to pay when crimes and evil are committed against citizens. We're told it's more than a check. We're told it's a college degree. We're told it can be a program. It, it, it could be a grant for businesses. I'll say, no, you can do all of that, but the cash need to come too. Now I say Newsom, they say has enjoyed broad support among black voters and given the overall opposition to cash reparations by most Californians, any action the governor takes on the issue could carry a substantial political risk. They say in the Berkeley poll, they say when voters who oppose reparations were asked why the two main reasons cited most often were that it's unfair to ask today's taxpayers to pay for wrongs committed in the past picked by 6% of the voters. And it's not fair to single out one group for reparations when other racial and religious groups have been wronged in the past chosen by 53%. Let's talk about those two things. You say nothing about, about millions of your tax dollars going to illegal immigrants. You say nothing about billions of your tax dollars going to Ukrainians. But when a fellow citizen of your country is getting reparations and those reparations will be used in America because the majority of a people don't think like me. You couldn't give me hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars and I won't go trick it off. Oh no, not Philip. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm going to go do something with it. You better believe that. But most of people just want to pay things, maybe help their businesses here. The majority of the money is going to be spent here. So you can look at it like a stimulus for the state, but they don't care about that because I told you it don't matter what political party, everyone hates black people. At the same time, they will still want to be next to you though. They want to enjoy the culture. They want to enjoy the food. They want to enjoy the style. They want to enjoy all of that. Right. But they don't like black people and they show it when they have an opportunity. Now you talk about other groups. What other group have been put in slavery in this country? What religious groups have been put in slavery in this country for 250 years? If you could point them out to me, we can definitely have that conversation. The majority of people that, that dealt with issues, they came here willingly. The majority of those people wasn't put in Elmina castle. The majority of those people wasn't put at the bottom of ships for three months with all kind of dead bodies, feces, pests, and everything else. For the people that survived the, the voyage to come here, it's amazing in itself. It's amazing. What other group of people dealt with that? Because I don't know no other group. Everybody come over here willingly on their own. And if they deal with some discrimination, well, hey, you, you came over here. This is what it was here. I've said before, their quote-unquote reparations is, is coming to America. That's their reparations because they chose to come here. And if it gets too bad, they also have an opportunity to choose to leave. Black Americans don't have a place to go. 
It doesn't matter what, what a lot of our brothers and sisters say in the motherland. And do you trust me? I love being in the motherland and I know it's ways to do it. I know I've, I've done my research, but let's call it what it is. There's no African country that say, Hey, you come, if you come on the shores of this country, we got a passport waiting for you. You a citizen. We don't have that. The only people that actually did that do what we talk about history is Haiti. When Haiti did their first constitution after they whipped the French, they said that basically anybody in the diaspora that comes to Haiti, they are a citizen of Haiti. And when they got back in, you know, United States occupied and colonized Haiti at one point in time, they got rid of that because they don't want us to have anywhere else to go. Cause that's how they can keep using and abusing us is because we have nowhere else to go. Right now, like I said, I've done my research. One easy place to go for my research is South Africa. Um, cause they have a retirement visa there. Very, you know, you go through the process. It's not a, a, a horrible process, but that retirement visa is like four years and people of any age can get the retirement visa. All you got to make is like $2,500 a, a, a month. That's all you got to make. That's, that's nothing. You know what I'm saying? You do a retirement visa, uh, then eventually you can get your citizenship. If that's what you want to do. Or the easiest way to get a citizenship in any African country, if you're single is marry somebody, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People do that mess all the time. They go to different countries, marry, marry a, a woman, marry a man. And Hey, that's where they at. If that's what you really want to do, right. To be a, a rid of this system. I say, have a dual citizenship. Don't give up your American citizenship. Have one over there. That way is whatever, right? But the majority of people is 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 they chose to come here. They chose that. So I don't want to hear nothing about other groups and all, all that. I just don't want to hear it because they can say, you know what? I'm sick of this treatment. Let me go back to my homeland. Let me go work hard and build up my homeland. And if we gotta go fight, we fight. Now I say only nineteen percent of their reason was that the proposal would cost the state too much. So they're not, so the majority of people don't feel that they don't have money to do it. It's just basically, we don't want black people to get no money. That's basically what it is. And I told you it all goes back to racism, white supremacy. Now say suggesting that the money alone is not the main objective. Now say among Democrats, 43% favored and 41% of opposed cash reparations. Republicans were strongly against the proposal at 90%. And say with 5% in favor and say independents were 65% opposed and 22% in favor. And say black California voters were more likely to support cash payments than any other demographic with 76% in favor and 16% opposed. And say almost two thirds of white voters were opposed and say as were six and 10 Latino and Asian voters. Now the success or failure of the California reparations commission uh, they say where state government is controlled by Democrats and voters are relatively liberal compared with other states is being watched as a potential bellwether, say, for the movement across the country. Well, what we're watching is, yes, we are watching this. And yes, I'm giving you what the facts are when it comes to demographics. I'm giving you the facts about median income, um, who's the most uh, voters over there, all of that, because I want you to have a, a good clue of the groups that's for you and the groups that's against you and the Democrat party 
would through Gavin Newsom put themselves in a bad situation because if they don't pass cash payments, being a completely controlled Democrat state, that says a, a lot. And do you think black people going to come out and vote for Democrats after they see something like that go down in a Democrat state when Republicans really don't have no voice? So it's going to be, have a national ripple effect. I will say that it will be a national ripple effect because I'm paying attention and you better believe y'all BS that and y'all don't get a cash payments and all that mess. Oh yes. I'm riding down on you, Gavin Newsom. I, you know, I ride down Democrats anyway, but I'll be riding down on y'all every day about that, about see, this is how the Democrats really feel right there. They don't want you to have it either. Cause if they wanted you to have it, then you would have it by now because no Republican stood in the way of it. Now let's continue. Did Camilo said that the poll results, it says show of the economy that could suggest Californians may be open to reparations in different forms. Despite widespread opposition to cash payment, 6% of the overall respondents said they thought that the legacy of slavery is affecting the position of the state's black residents today. They say another 31% said there's no impact at all. So the majority of voters feel that black people are affected by slavery. They just don't want you to get no cash payments, but courts in California is paying restitution every day for people that were harmed. They said members of the reparations task force previously said convincing non-black Californians that harm that the harms from slavery are still persisting today. It's it could be one of the biggest challenges for proponents. Well, we don't really need to convince them of anything. The only people that really need to get they, they, the work done is the Democrat party. Because you have to understand anything for black people, they're never going to support it. No matter what group, it's not going to wholesale support it. They didn't support ending segregation. They didn't support ending slavery. They didn't support ending Jim Crow. They dealt, they don't support um, anything that to, to make things equal. They never do that. They want to maintain the status quo of unequal and white supremacy. And those who want to be on a team of white supremacy, they want, they are definitely want the status quo to continue. See, if everybody would be on an equal playing field, then it exposes everybody. But this racial hierarchy that we are living in, this caste system that we're living in, people get benefits based off their skin color and people get harms based on their skin color as well. So I say much of the task force's work centered on hearing testimony from academics, economists, and say other experts to gather evidence and see of the effects of slavery and to prove the ways in which government sanctioned policies discriminated against black people and say long after slavery was abolished. Now assembly member Reggie Jones Sawyer, he's a Democrat out of Los Angeles, called the response to the question about lasting harms, a positive sign. He said he also repeated the idea that the report offers more uh, recommendations beyond cash payments. If it's a recommendation beyond cash payments, that's not reparations. I'm just keeping it real. It's not reparations. And black people in California don't accept it as that. Say, okay, you can give it, but it's not uh, reparations at all. He said, I encourage all Californians to read the online report and learn about the history and conclusions made and view the historic and empirical data and say behind their final report. He said, I believe attitudes will shift and say when the public is fully aware and what the report has to say, um, sir, the majority of people don't want to read beyond with you. Um, they're going to read maybe a post, some messy. Yes. But some educational. No, uh, uh-uh. that's been proven. 
If you want to hide things from people, just put it in a book or put it on an article online or put it in a contract, something like that. I say voters share mixed opinions and say about whether the state is doing enough to ensure that its black residents have a fair chance to succeed. So statewide, 29% of voters said California is doing too little, while 26% said it was doing about the right amount, and 22% said the state is doing too much. And one in four say, or 23% had no opinion at all. So it lets you know just the opinions of your Democrat friends in California. And this is why, um, you know, we talk about coalitions and allies and things like that. We all know no matter if it's a conservative or liberal there, you know, the, the folks, not allies, let's call it what it is. And there's only a few that are, and they are an extreme minority. Okay. Let's just be real. But we talk about the Asian community, uh, the Hispanic community there. There's no, because if we had some true allyship, then those two groups would be supportive of reparations. And, and, and it would just be white people alone. You know what I'm saying? See, we have fought for all these other groups and I'm glad that we have, we, we have waken up because now we're not doing it anymore. Now we're saying, Hey, that's y'all issue as your concern. You deal with your issue and problem. You understand? I'm so glad that our people have woken up to that. They're, they're not, uh, uh, putting on the, the Superman cape and trying to save everybody. Because when it's time to save us, when it's trying to help time to help us, listen, supporting reparations doesn't, isn't committing a crime. Um, voting is saying, Hey, I, I would like to see it happen. Doesn't put you in harm. Nobody know who you are. Nobody know anything. You don't have to even go online and, and state a position. You can just be supportive of it and make sure you say, Hey, you know what? I want to support them because Hey, they have shopped in my businesses forever. So if anything, I want to, support my customers. I always tell people this, you can support black people and actually you helping yourself in the process. Look at it like that. If your customers are pissed off at you and they say, you know what? I'm not going to their businesses no more. Cause they don't, they don't support me. They don't like us like this. So I'm, I'm good. That's going to hurt your pockets. If black people do that, you know, if black people get on the boycott. Nobody want black people to boycott. Even the folks scared of that. They are petrified of a boycott from us because once again, it goes back to what I said earlier. We make everything fashionable. We make everything cool. We make everything hot. You understand? We can make a boycott hot too. So you really don't want to push us to, to the point where we're going to boycott anything financially. This country needs you to keep spending money for their system to work. If you really wanted to get this, the system in check, Stop spending money. That's the way you do it. You stop spending money. You hold your money. And you talking about them. See, people not really to do willing to do the work even nationally to bring the prices down. To hurt the you talking about the corporations, but yet the Beyonce concert is full. We're struggling, yet Beyonce is sold out in Houston. She sold out in LA. She sold out everywhere. I'm just using it because be, going to Beyonce concert, spending $2,000. <laughs> well, going to Beyonce is not putting food on the table, but then you'll turn around and say, you're struggling. That's my issue with a lot of Americans. You say you're struggling, but yet you're spending. So your spending habits isn't affecting the struggle. So how could I, how could sometimes people believe you that you're struggling 
and yet you're spending so much. It's like if we're su- if we're truly suffering, then then why isn't we got more beans and rice flying off the shelf? While we aren't cooking cooking at the house, why do these restaurants stay packed? I'm living in the Houston area. The restaurants stay packed. The movie theaters stay packed. The bars, the clubs, they stay packed. But yet you have people saying that they're struggling. I see a bunch of new cars flying around on, on the highways. Everybody looking good. I don't see people saying, I'm not going to, 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 to the Galleria. I'm not doing that because we got to save money. We got enough clothes anyway. We got to save money. No. And when Christmas time come up, which is in a few months, those stores will be packed. But a lot of you say, oh, the economy's bad and inflation, but yet you still go out and consume. See, this country has trained all of you kind of like, it's sad I'm about to say, kind of trained you like pets. That no matter what, you're going to spend everything you have because you feel like you can't do without what they're offering in the streets. And that's the downfall, too, of American consumerism because other countries throughout the world don't consume like we consume, we consume a lot unnecessarily though. You know what I'm saying? But this, we got to pay attention to this. Who cares what the voters say is what the Democrats going to do. And if the Democrats don't do right by black people, then there should be a national response to that by abandoning them wholesale. They say they're going to look at this next year, you know, 2024, California, Everybody's watching you because Biden right now is not in a good position anyway with black folk and we're actually with a lot of people, but definitely not black folk. Nobody supports Kamala. It don't matter what you shield say. You can cuss fuss. Don't matter. You can be mean spirited. Doesn't matter. No one supports Kamala either. Nobody. Even if Biden was to not even have Kamala as his running mate for 2024, that still wouldn't change my opinion of him. He did nothing for black people. And you saw that list I put up about what makes you middle class now. That's ridiculous. At one point in time in this country, $40,000 would make you uh, middle class. Not freaking in D.C., $81,000, really? And D.C. has a lot of black people there, a lot. And uh, and the majority of black people aren't making no $81,000 to live in no D.C. This, This is utterly ridiculous. But let's see what happens in California. And those of you brothers and sisters that live in California, those of you who are still enduring it, because a lot of you have left. A lot of you, from what I, the research says, you've been going, coming here to Texas. A lot of you have been going to Georgia. Uh, that's the second state you've been going to. And then the last state a lot of you have been going to is Florida. But the majority of you have been coming to Texas. Some have been going to Arizona. Nevada has been a good, uh, another stop. But definitely Texas is one of the states y'all have been coming to. But y'all let me know what y'all think, you know, about, about this situation with, with the Democrats. Voters do not support cash payment reparations. We shouldn't focus on that, but we got to give you the news. But California, we watching you.